everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 172. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And for the first time in pre-podcasting history of this broadcast, I was pr- all set up, ready to go, right before having to call anyone in. It was all set. Laptop was ready, applications were open, everything was set. Yeah, Hooray. I see that. We're actually starting at 9.30. Wow. Well, that's because um, I decided to cut one of the songs, because at first, you know, I just preferred to do... Um, 15 minutes of, mm-hmm. of a pre-show, and I figured, yeah, it'll go over, it'll go over, but I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, you know, actually, three songs or close to 15 minutes is just as effective. Works for me. Yeah, and besides, uh, damn it, went out. Yeah, it was only like, pre-show was only like 12 minutes. Mm. Call myself trying to click the sign up and end up double clicking it and starting it up. That's not good. Tisk tisk tisk. See, that was my that was my bad that time. <laughs> wow. We are live tonight, week of July eighth, two thousand fourteen, on the Vogue Network Tuesdays at nine thirty PM Eastern, on course Thursdays at one. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG network. There is an IRC link. If you click on it, your default chat client will bring you directly in here so you can join the shenanigans with everybody else in the chat room. Come on in. The water is just fine. Uh, let's see. Go into the chat room real quick. Um, there's a bit of talk about uh, Anime Expo, which we're going to get into later. Uh, Bob Coffey is talking about how the Kill a Kill concert was so good. Uh, Jeff B. is going nuts about Sailor Moon, which is pretty much the rest of us. And Hockey Common goes, were there a lot of shouts of goddammit Brazil this afternoon? <laughs> I imagine there were. At my job, kind of, sort of. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, uh, let's go ahead and kick things off. Let's start it off with you, Ari. How was your week and how was your day? Uh, let's see. That's on my theme, but uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm getting into it. Well, I'm playing it for Avalon for reasons, so... Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I understand. Anyway, uh, I'm at my wit's end this week. I mean, yeah, I... Today I did get tickets for a Sharknado Rift Tracks in my area. I heard about that. Oh god, it's gonna be so good. But, uh, let's see. Oops. And uh, like I've been searching for a place to live in the past couple weeks, and especially since I got a contact from a guy saying, "Hey, you can actually come down and see it." Uh, it's in Delaware, which 
will cut will cut my commute in like half if I'm going to the usual place I'm going. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me put it this way, like what it is. It's uh, remember the a place you had before the one you have now, DJ? Yeah. That's a similar kind of thing. Like no. two one, you know, like two one hardwood floors, breakfast nook. That's not bad. But uh, and probably the rental probably be half the price what I was paying. Yeah. See. But I was telling the folks about it, and because that's what they want. They, like, I, I can tell they want to sell the house and move to a retirement community because these stairs are getting to my parents, especially my dad. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much. It's not the first place I'm looking, but it's a possibility. It's pretty much exactly what I'm giving them, and they're losing their shit over it. Mm. As though they didn't expect me to actually follow through with it or something. Well, I mean, if the price was right on the house, I mean, I, I you should buy it, but, you know, F it, you know, do what you gotta do. Well, I'll, I don't have the money to buy any kind of living. I'm gonna be finding it. I mean, if you well, unless you can afford like whatever the taxes and the mortgages, you know, if you could do that. <laughs> no, they keep me at, they keep me a part time, so they don't have to pay me benefits. Hmm. Point. I know that feeling. Yeah. So that's how things went for me. I'm at my goddamn wits end. At least I don't have have to work tomorrow and Thursday. That's good. That's how things went for me. That's my bad. And if we see in the chat room from at live.vodnetwork.com, uh, Washio Taku says Sharknado 2, Electric Boogaloo. And Dark Tetsuya says I heard Sharknado's getting a temple run on iOS. I, I can't see that. We tried to get a... The last time I was in town, we tried to get for Night of the Living Dead, but they had sold out in like a day and a half before. Hmm. Oh, okay. Alright, um, Mako, how was your week and how was your day? Um, long, drawn out, and boring. Sweet, low, <laughs> sweet cherry, uh, I mean, I've, yeah, I've basically been working. Um, I was one of those lucky people that had work on 4th of July. Okay. But I'm after sorry. that, I went and... After that, I went and hung out with uh, a lot of awesome people. Oh, that's good. Uh, couldn't stay late because I had work on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, recorded a podcast, and then went to hang out with another friend and drank a lot. And, uh, yeah, that, that was my week. Work and just actually being able to hang out with friends, which is kind of awesome work on a Saturday? What kind of madness is that? That's me most of the time. Yeah, that's too. called retail. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Even when yeah, I Yeah, my weekends are usually Sunday, Monday. That's usually my weekend. Mm, I don't know. For me, when I was working retail, my weekends were Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, well, you had some crazy-ass boss or something. I have no idea how the hell you handled that one. But most of us retail peons don't get weekends off. I don't know. It's, he just scheduled me Monday to Friday, and that's how it was. I'm like, I'm not going to knock it, so fuck it. 
Maybe he was worried about pissing you off or something. I Actually, don't know. Either that in the interview, I knew my shit, so fuck it. Oh. That's what my guess is. Huh. Alright, so as for my weekend day, it's been pretty good. Work's been work. Uh, my boss was telling me not to kill the other technician. I'm like, I make no promises. Just let it be known that I, there are plenty of places to hide a body in Jersey. Especially where we where we work at. He's like, good point. Um, let's see. Then I went to hang out with my brother um, at his place for uh, fourth. I just happened to randomly text him and say um, what was going on. So we went up there, hung out with with, with a couple of my other sisters. We drank, ate, played cards against humanity. You know, it was fun times. And then. After that, we went down into Williamsburg, and we ended up walking in the wrong direction to the bar that we were planning to go. So, we ended up hopping the cab and going back up in the Queens, and we went to a nice um, adult uh, lounge. Oh, so you went to a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be nice about it. <laughs> so, we ended up catching, we was there for like the, for like the last um, hour of the show, you know, and then we kind of bailed, and then... I came home, tried to wrangle everybody together for uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, which was so good, and that failed, and Crunchyroll failed me, but shit happens. And then, let's see, what else did I do? Oh yeah, and then last night I went out to uh, Nerd Night, and it was Sailor Moon Crystal, and it was something interesting. Uh, my uh, friend of mine, and also on the uh, on the podcast I'm talk about later, uh, Yelsenex, he's like the residential Sailor Moon wiki. Anything about the series you need to know or need or don't know, you go to him. And they kind of screwed up on the trivia. It was evidently you had somebody at expert mode playing the trivia game contest on nor- who's running it at normal mode. So there are multiple answers and so forth. It was just kind of. They were sort of, kind of, sort of making shit up as they went along. <laughs> it wasn't as fun as the first one, but eh, hopefully if there's another one, it'll be, it'll be run a lot better. Hopefully if there's another one, I actually have, you know, the ability to go to it. Well, it is always on Mondays. And I don't know, if you go, you might not leave for, ob- for reasons being. Yeah, but if I have, you know, at least two weeks notice, mm-hmm. I will take a Monday, Tuesday off. You know I will. I know you will. I just have to figure out how I would get from your place to the city. Well, there's a well, there's a way. Yeah. I I'm I'm sorry, but when I'm walking, I'm very much Ryoga. <laughs> Where <laughs> on earth am I now? Yeah, I have no sense of direction when I'm walking. Give you, me a car and I can figure out where the hell I'm going. You have no sense of direction when you're just sitting there. Well, no, not really. See? Shut up. <laughs> is, there, is there a chair getting up and moving on its own? Come on now. Well, it, it is one of those rolly spinny chairs, so you never know. Well, you know, they say weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> Love you, Mako-chan. 
I'm gonna smack the fuck out of you. Sure. That's if you can reach me. Well, yeah, you're too far away right now. I'll have to remember that the next time we're hanging out. And again. So. Like slap bet. <laughs> mm. And if you go to chat room at live.vognetwork.com, uh, Jay Green says, please, Ronma, tell me you didn't make it rain. Just because I got paid that week, that does not mean I made it rain. I, I, I made it sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, some of the women in there were, most of them weren't all worth looking at, you know? So, yeah. Man, Jeff I B don't even want to know. Let's just leave it at that. Jeff yeah, let's get yeah. out of. Let's get off of this uh, topic. Get off. <laughs> uh, Jeff B talks about. Really? <laughs> well, Marco brought it up. No, you just went there. <laughs> Using <laughs> topic now. All right, all right. Uh, Jeff B talks about the Oculus Rift, about having its own line con. So he skipped that. Oculus was awesome. When I played it at PAX. That thing was so awesome. Well, it looks like Jeff B was like a pretty much a one hell of a celebrity at AX. I think he was the one that made it rain walking around with the pimp trench coat and hat and everything walking around. I think it was all about him. Uh, anywho, I think that's just about it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, so we're going to go right on in and get things started. So, we'll be back.
That was a nice little mix of the old school and the new school, so it's alright, good with that. But I want to get something out real quick. Let's see if my music will play like it's supposed to. There we go. If you notice, our background uh, music for How Was Your Week, How Was Your Day is slightly changed. Uh, we used uh, Avalanche theme because we are dedicating tonight's episode, episode 172, to her. Um, don't worry, she's okay. She's okay. Don't worry. Don't freak out. Um, just want to let you know that um, as I was talking to her last night, if she was going to come on to talk about uh, Anthrocon, and she says that she's taking some time off, I'm like, why? What's going on? Long story short, uh, she lost her house to a terrible fire. Um, she's okay. Family's okay. They got their they have places to stay for the time being so there is a fundraiser going to help her like, get back on her feet and her whole family there will be a link to it on our official webpage at animejamsession.com but but in the meantime there is a link to it on our facebook fan page and shortly it will be a sticky so that whenever you go to the page you'll see it so we're asking if you can you know throw a couple of dollars towards the gofundme to help her get back on her feet if you can't, spread the word. Tell other cosplayers. Let other people know what's going on. I'd like to really see the entire cosplay community come together once again to help out a fellow friend. Because, like, about two years ago, y'all did that uh, for my friend Kat when she lost her mom in a terrible car accident. So, one good deed deserves another. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, all you have to do is head on over to... Uh, GoFundMe.com slash B60OE48 or just head on over to uh, Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Just check on the, the, the sticky right there. Just do what you can and that's all that we are asking. And now that, now that we've 
taking care of some impo some important news about that. Let's get right into the thicket of things and 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 talk for a little bit of fun. Who wants to go first? Not a, don't everyone speak all at once. Well, the first thing there is about the new podcast. So, do you want to explain that a little bit more? Oh shit! I, I skipped far. I skipped a yeah. little bit too far. Yes, yes. I have to stop doing that. Yeah, it's you, you don't just go into articles anymore. You actually have shit to talk about. I know, I know. I have You're to saying it like it's new and exciting. Kind of sorta, you know, kind of sorta. Um Like I said, I hinted out on my Facebook some time back that I was working on a new project. I might have said it was a podcasting project and then I went quiet about it. And then on Sunday, I soft-launched the official website and the Facebook fan page. It is the Crystal Chronicles A Sailor Moon Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to the new uh, anime series Sailor Moon Crystal. It'll be coming out every other week with... Leading the helm is our one and only Mako-chan. Hi. Um, additional awesome hosts that will be helping with the podcast will be Seiya Yaten from Kinoka Revolution... And Last Chance Me You and Starlet Creation, Starlight Industries. Uh, local uh, Sailor Moon fan and residential wiki expert, Yosnex Arango. And then there's me, Dijeron Mess. I'll be in the background handling uh, production and making sure it gets recorded and nothing bad happens. So, first. Anything bad happens will be because you were trolling her. Mm, if something bad happens, that means something else happened. Uh, we yeah. We recorded the first episode. Um, it'll be up on iTunes between Thursday and Friday. I'm still waiting on Apple to validate things. So, And once it's validated, you'll be able to download it from our site at thecrystalchronicles.com and listen from the site as well. Um, it's about 45 minutes to an hour. We're talking about the episode, comparing it to the original anime and manga, what we like, what we didn't like, all that cool stuff. It's just a simple straight shot. And on the website, we'll have the, the podcast, episode synopsis and reviews, and photo galleries when we get that up and running as well. So everything is going to be at its normal casual pace. So we are hoping to be the podcast for Salem Crystal. If not, one of the podcasts you can go to to check it out. And that's basically it. And I have to say, for a dry run of that, that was pretty freaking cool. Of the episode, that is. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that we got that out the way, um, let's see. Let's go ahead and talk AX stuff. A lot of stuff came out of AX, which kind of surprised me in a way. Slightly. I don't know. I didn't think, uh... I didn't think it was going to be very quiet. Mm, and yeah. it, it was actually a lot quieter than I thought it was going to be. Well, I think because of the fact that everyone's talking Sailor Moon, everything's like, well, fuck, we can't do anything else. It'll get blown up yeah, in the water. Yeah, I, I think that's a big thing, because I think Sailor Moon really took over AX. Mm-hmm. Was there a lot of Sailor Moon cosplay? I would assume that there was. And also, you had uh, Sailor Moon cosplayers live on TV. Um, I had tweeted this from, from on Twitter from Anime Jam Session, or my DJRMS one. Um, I remember if, seeing that. Yeah, if I think you it was on your Facebook too. Yeah, if you if you were watching KTLA five at the time, they had um, some of the cosplayers representing Sailor Moon on their morning show, and a few of them were at the Viz booth all day. 
Now, is it a safe assumption that the the newscasters had no idea what they were t what uh like what the anime was or what who they were dressing up as? I I could. Uh, I couldn't view it because I don't have a proper flash pl flash on my t on my tab on my uh, phone, and by the time I was able to pull up on a website on an outside machine, it was already too late. It was like two three minutes, but I have an, I have a feeling that it was they had everything known in advance, so you kind of figure thing things out. I know just a lot of like local programs, news programs, which uh, this is from my experience, mm -hmm. are woefully uneducated or or in the dark about things related to anime and video games they'll uh still like get like major plot points or or a character's wrong when they're e even if it is like a general like one or two sentence summary they'll like miss things completely or mm. y you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah I right? do I do but I think like I said I think they were prepped ahead of time because this is a big thing so So I don't think it was that bad. Um, if we go into the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, uh, Jeff B. says he wasn't too fond of the translation of Crystal. Um, Bob Coffee says it was Kill a Kill Con featuring Sailor Moon and Keiji Inafune. Hmm. Which is quite yeah, interesting. The one screenshot I saw of him was a Sailor Venus in a tuxedo mask. Uh, honestly... I wasn't too I wasn't too fond of who they picked for the different senshi. I mean You would think that for if they're going to be on TV you're gonna get I know it's not impossible to get cosplayers to look just like the characters, but you could get people that were damn that could be damn near close. Like they wouldn't look like this, but if they were real life people, this is how they would look. So I wasn't too thrilled of all of that, and you know, but that's just me. I know there are other people out there who thought they were perfect. I'm not taking away. I'm just I just wasn't thrilled at who they picked because I just thought you know could have been a little bit better, but it is what it is. It's you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go ahead and kickstart things off with some of the news. Um. I might as well take this one because this is one of my one of my favorite uh, series right here. It seems that Dark Horse announced um, a Pantheon stocking manga, and I guess an art book called The Art of Satoshi Kon, which is pretty cool. I didn't know it didn't have a manga. No, it was originally an anime series first. Huh. Um, pretty much Dark Horse announced at their panel that they had, well, I guess it's a manga now, because if I, now if I remember correctly, first it was the anime, then the manga came along. And yeah, it's, it's yeah, only, yeah. uh, it's only a one book manga though. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a continuing series. Yeah. It's not, it's not a sequel to the series mm -hmm. or anything like that. It just like, it's a standalone. Yeah. In other words, it could fit into the anime as a standalone as well. So... So I'm definitely going to pick that up. Um, and it's done by Tagro. Uh, I have I have shared some of his work around. He his his well known piece is he's drawn all of the Sailor Senshi, 
and tuxedo mask and the style of, of uh, Penny and Stocking, which I thought was pretty cool. And I do have that as random wallpaper on my main workstation. <laughs> so pretty much it's a one-volume shot uh, based off the anime, which I think is pretty cool. And for those who don't know, the story is about two angels, Panty and Stocking Anarchy, who are sent to Dachin City to exterminate a company of ghosts. And they're kind of lazy and really not giving a shit half the time. And also along that as well, um, Dark Horse is releasing omnibus editions of the Supernatural series, the Kurosagi Corpse Delivery Service. Each omnibus will, will have, cover books 1 to 12, so they're going to they're going to continue printing where they left off starting at volume 14. Uh let's see. And they're also going to release The Art of Satoshi College. It's just an art book. It's pretty much all illustrations and notes by the late anime director covering his film, television, manga, and side work as well. It's the and if you're wondering it's the same book called Khan's work. 1982 to 2010 that was released in Japan last year. I think that's something I may pick up as well. Yeah, that's something that I definitely want to look into. Mm. What about you, Ari? Sounds like it would be a good purchase. Mm. Um, if we go back into the chat room again, uh, Jeff B is letting us know that Viz is translating Sailor Moon while it's more like Toei is translating Sailor Moon Crystal. And if that's the case, that would explain why there were honorifics in the Crystal translation and the original series didn't have that. I think that was the only thing that I I couldn't deal with, you know? But it is what it is. I watched the subtitle on uh, Hulu. Well, it's only available subtitled for now. I don't think we're going to see any dubs of it till like later this year or first quarter 2015. And for whatever reason, when I wa- when I watch it on Hulu, it had two different sets of subtitles. One, it, it's the same text, but one in yellow, one in white. I had to go in and turn subtitling off to no, yeah, keep it um, as one subtitles. You have subtitling and closed captions. Not closed captions, it's subtitles. No, that's closed captioning. Huh. Yeah. It was pretty much the yeah. same font, the same style, but yeah. just uh, turned yellow, mm. turned white instead of yellow. It was mm. weird. I don't know because when I was watching it on my 360, it was, you had the hard subs, and then you had the yellow captions right, like literally, like right on top of it in a larger, slightly larger font. You know. Hmm. Uh, so let's go ahead and get back on track here. Um. Mako, you can go ahead and talk about the next series, the next title, because I know. All right. that well, uh, this one basically, um, uh, during the Sailor Moon panel at AX, uh, Viz finally announced the voice actors and actresses that will be playing Sailor Moon and the gang. Um, not one of these names was on my list, which is kind of upsetting. I don't think a lot of those names were on anybody's list. Yeah, I, I, 
Alright, so we have Stephanie Shea as Usagi Tsuskino, Kate Higgins as Ami Mizuno, uh, Christina V as Ray, uh, Amanda C. Miller as Makoto, uh, Sharami Lei as Miyako, uh, Robbie Damon as Mamoru, Michelle Ruff as Luna, Johnny Young Bosch as Artemis. It's morphing time! Yeah, uh... <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Danielle Nicole as Naru, um, Ben Diskin as Umino, uh, Tara Platt as uh, Usagi's mom, mm-hmm. Ikuko, uh, Keith Silverstein as Usagi's dad, Kenji, uh, Nicholas uh, Roy as Shingo, Cindy Robertson as Queen Beryl, Todd Habercorn as Jedite, Liam O'Brien as Nephrite, uh, Lucian Dodge as Zoysite, and Patrick Seitz as uh, Kunzite. So, yeah, pre-orders for the first season's Blu-ray and DVD are already up, and they're scheduled for November 11th release. Um, and I believe it's uh, Salem and Crystal season part one is scheduled for November 12th. Uh, it has li- uh, Viz announced that they licensed all 200 episodes, all three films, and the assorted tie- uh, tie-in specials. So, uh, on top of all of that, they are doing Crystal as uh, all of that. So, I'm guessing since all of that was licensed all at once, mm-hmm. these same people will be uh, dubbing Salem and Crystal. Um. Etc. Now, if you notice, there wasn't a particular name mentioned for the dub cast, and everybody rejoiced about it. Phenomena. Yeah. Just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one thing that I wrote on my Facebook, I'm like, "There's no Vic. It's not Vic. It's not Vic." Yes. 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 Oh, here's your no, no, no. Remember, they only announced for. Sailor Moon. They still have voices for R, S, Supers, and Stars coming down the pipe, so... Yeah, but I'm just saying, for the main... uh, Like, I don't care if he's, you know, some villain of the day, which he's done in other series. I don't care if he's some, you know, because most of the villains that are coming up, except for, you know... Uh... Yeah, I... Oh, God, he could be, couldn't he? Could be what? (sighs) <sighs> one of the twins. <laughs> Everybody's talking he could be ale. I'm like, what if he's fish eye? <laughs> fish eye oh, would God. be hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I mean most of the I mean most of the enemies coming up um are female, but there mm. are still a couple of enemies that would be longer lasting and he could be cast, but I mean, at least he's not, you know, at least he's not Mamoru. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is all I cared about. And according to Jeff B., who was at the Sailor Moon panel, the first 23 episodes will be dubbed and streamed on Neon Alley at some point this fall. And just so you know, right before uh, you could put your pre-orders in for, for Volume 1 of Sailor Moon, which I swiped my credit card across my monitor and it said, accept it. Um... <laughs> You can actually go on iTunes and and order the first the first twenty three episodes. 
Talk about your digital on delivery. Mm. The only and, thing that upsets me a lot is that, you know, not that so many of these names are, you know, quote-unquote popular or quote-unquote big names. It's just so many of these names are just, you know, overused, in my opinion. True, but I tell you what, um, they're talking about these what's going to be selling the series. I tell you, you know what's going to be selling Sailor Moon? Johnny Sailor Young Bosch. That name, is going to, that name is going to print money. Oh, okay. Honestly, I, think, I think the anime just sells itself since you got a decent enough cast. That too. Yeah, but for the, it's like I for some of it. One action figure sign. <laughs> for some of it, it's it's kind of I don't know, like a reunion. It's like, oh look, Bleach is over. Here, here's a reunion. Pretty much. But instead of you know making everybody human, uh, we're gonna take you know the main female character and the main male character and make them cats. So it's the further adventures of Ichigo and Rukia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's not forget that uh, our main female is part of that as well. Orihime. It fits yeah. so well. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like they let Kevin Smith at it. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be going to the chat room real quick. Uh, Ray Flame Sniper throws at us attention time and go go Sailor Senshi, you pretty guardian Sailor Senshi. I'm pretty sure there was a Power Ranger Sailor Moon crossover fix somewhere on the internet. Yes, and also Ray Flame Sniper throws us, and that's how Bleach ended. They all became cats, and Orihime became a magical girl. If that's the case, we are all fucked. Big time. Yes. And she's absolutely busting out of a sailor fuku. Literally. <laughs> uh, can't help it. She's more talented than Makoto. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to uh, let them live down that line, are we? No, nope. never. <laughs> of course not. Oh, God. Oh, God. We're, we are terrible. Yep. And also, Lucian... Terrible. Also, Lucian Dodge is also voicing Motoki. Good for him. And since we're on the subject of Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon Crystal, let's kind of give a bit of a review of what we of what we thought of it. Um, I loved it. Who else? I loved it too. I enjoyed it immensely. Yes. I know I was going on about how nicer the artwork looked in the original one, but within hours of it being released, there was already a, a, a freeze frame of the opening sequence, and Mars was, as the expression goes, looking kind of cool. Derp! Oh, God, like, the, the, her left eye, which is, like, in the back, was, like, half the size of, of her right eye and wasn't even looking at the same direction. A friend of mine posted that I thought somebody was photoshopping until I saw the screen cap of somebody who ripped the opening and put it on YouTube and screen capped. I was like, what? <laughs> well, usually they, they allocate a lot of money to the opening and closing sequences and a lot of the action heavy parts. Mm hmm. Also, some of the backgrounds 
like especially like in the school in the city, they look like they they took a they took uh, they took scans of the manga and painted it in watercolors. Am I the only one to notice that? Mm, kind of sort. I just noted how more detailing the background was, which I really enjoy. don't want to get too, too into it because um, if you want to know more about what we thought of Sailor Moon Crystal, the f- first episode, uh, check out the Crystal Chronicles, which will be hitting iTunes later this week. Alright. Moving right along. Singing fancy free. Um, the successor to Mega Man, Mighty Number no. 9. Ari, take it away. Very well. <clears throat> Two announcements re- revealed today from the Mighty Number no. 9 Kickstarter page have already made big ways online. The first, that an animated series will be created based on the title. The second, that he is starting a new Kickstarter fund for full ving- English voice acting. Technically speaking, the fund is for those that missed out on the first campaign and will contribute extra content to the game. The first stretch goal is full English voice acting and later goals will be added as funding increases. According to the official page, this will not impact current production of Mighty no- Number no. 9 or any rewards slash goals met in the previous campaign. Mm. There's talk from uh, Inafune about the campaign in a, in a video on YouTube. Next up, the team at Digital Frontier put together a teaser trailer showcasing what an animated series could look like. Currently, the Mighty Number no. 9 teams are looking into the possibility of actually creating this series and more information will be revealed about it on a later date. This is wonderful news. That's, uh, that's not only putting the cart before the horse, that's putting the cart before the horse's mom. <laughs> well, Seriously, now. the game hasn't even come out. They're still working on the game. And you're going to put out an animated series? I mean, I'd want to see, you know, I want to see them actually put the game out first. And if it's still popular, then, you know, already have, you know, oh, look, we're, we're starting on an animated series. Not, you know, oh, look, we haven't even gotten the game out, but, you know, ooh, animated series. Well, you know, I, I, I ain't surprised, you know. Okay, what had happened was, the reason why it just cut like that, my system decided to completely shut down. I have my computer on a battery backup, and the battery is pretty much on its last legs, which it has been for maybe the last six, seven months. The new replacement battery I ordered hasn't gotten here yet, so pretty much the computer, uh, the mixers, the... Verizon files routed. Everything attached to it just completely and utterly shut down. So, thankfully, Audition knows to bring everything back up. So, nothing was lost. But what I found was quite interesting when I fired up Winamp. It more or less had everything in the playlist I had added that I didn't save. So, it just didn't... um have like the last bunch last extra pieces of music I had, you know, for the ne- for the next article we were going to talk about. And luckily I have um save tabs so that nothing was so I'm pretty much right where we left off, so 
Alright, let me clear this out. Delete. And... I believe, Maka, it was your turn, right? No, it's up to you. Okay. There we go. Ah. If you hear this song, it does sound familiar. You played a uh, popular game from Sega, which is coming out on the Wii U. It's a remix of Fly Me to the Moon. It's the climax mix that you hear when you're playing Bayonetta. The reason why I'm playing this song is because we had announced that Funimation has acquired the rights to the ba to the movie, but at AX they did announce like the the cast of characters of who's playing who. So I think we have. Oh, here's something that's pretty cool. Guess who's playing Bayonetta? Anyone? Anyone? Elena Taylor. Yes, yes. The original voice from the video game. It's not often that shit happens, case in point, the Sonic games. But anywho, Cradle Isle is Gene, Yuri Lowenthal is Luca, Grant Albrecht as Balder, Dave Finoy is Rodin, John Cassier is Enzo, and Richard Epcar will be the narrator. So pretty much uh, the story goes like this. 20 years after her awakening, the hottest, uh, as Funimation puts it, 20 years after her awakening, the hottest witch in gaming history is still searching for clues that can help unravel mysteries of her dark past. Aided in her quest by the clandestine weaponsmith Rodin and his deadly creation, Scarborough Fair, Bayonetta continues to leave a trail of angel corpses in her arrestable wake. Her search for answers leads to encounters with a mysterious, eerily familiar little girl, a vengeance-obsessed journalist, and a deadly white-haired beauty that seems to know more about Bayonetta than the witch herself. Fans of the franchise won't want to miss this chance to see their favorite fantasy come to life in a killer flick packed with mind-blowing action and scandalous scenes of seduction. I'm actually tempted to go repurchase a copy of this game because reasons. Right now I'm picturing Great Elisle as Gene and all I, the first thing that comes to my head is Azula from a Avatar with guns. With a bun in the oven. <laughs> if you haven't seen her, if you haven't seen her fan page lately, then you won't catch it. Cue the fan art. <laughs> oh God, no! I met of Azula with guns. Probably that fan art's probably already out there. I've seen much worse in other fandoms. That's that's common with uh, some fan art. They uh, they reference. Look, they have one, draw one character and reference hmm. something else that another character like that like, uh, does. Yeah. And um, here's something that you may just like. Um, since, since you have a Wii U, you're, you're going to get a downloadable copy of the original Bayonetta game. Nice. And ActDeath is telling me to get a Wii U and get Bayonetta too. I'd love to, but I don't... See myself dropping $350 on a steaming pile of poo. Shots fired. <sighs> and Raging asks that if I got the Trojan from a porn site, I don't know if I mentioned, but I, my system got hit with, with Trojans on sun, Sunday, Monday, and I clent it up. Uh, no. I'm not that stupid. I'm not the idiots who brought their computers to me to fix when I was working at Best Buy and Staples. Give me some kind of credit. 
Still, it sounds fun. I definitely have to pick up Bayonetta for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Well, you, yeah, if you pick up two, you get the first one with it, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, the digital copy. No, it's an um, actual disc, someone said. I... Is it? Yes, yeah, so ActF was... says you get a disc. Huh, I thought the digital... I thought it was, you know, you got the disc for Bayonetta 2, but then you got a digital copy of Bayonetta 1. Mm. I don't either know. Either way, it's a free game. Yeah, either way, it is a free game, so... Free shit is free. Yep. And now we're currently discussing. Everyone's telling me to um get the to get a refurb from Nintendo, which is two hundred dollars. But again, that's too much money for an overpriced steaming pile of poo. <laughs> also, they have refurbished Wii U's already. Yeah. Do you know how? Yeah. What the overturn rate of people wanting the crappy realize how crappy the Wii U is? I ain't surprised. I certainly am not surprised. All right, well, let's get away from uh, Ronma bitching about Nintendo. Oh, but that is so much fun. Yeah, you can bitch about that later. All right, all right. All right, so uh, so over 300 theaters are going to be showing Dragon Ball Z Battle of the Gods, Hooray. which is uh, really kind of awesome. Um, so it's going to be right now, at least from what I can see, it's theaters in uh, North America. So you're looking at the United States and Canada. Um, and they're all over the place. Mm -hmm. If you go to dragonballz.com slash tickets, uh, they have the listing up there. You click on, you know, your country, you click on your state, and it'll bring up the whole listing of theaters. And I always thought that, you know, it was going to be, you know, just in the popular cities, the, you know, more populated cities. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking it up, and there's one right in Tom's River, which is awesome! I'm seeing Ocean City, and it is, Tom's River, Trenton. It is coming out the weekend of Otakon since I'm not going. I might roll with some peeps out here to go see it. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm going to be at Otakon, so... Um, huh. Might well, be look around that area for it, then. Uh, Baltimore. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing... Hanover, Columbia, Maryland, and... Another one in Columbia, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And all the way down to Annapolis, but I'm not driving to Annapolis just to see a movie. Although there is one in Philadelphia. True that. Now, um, I'm looking this up on what a friend. Oh, it's actually there's actually ones near the place where I looked for a place to live. There Same you go. town, Wilmington. Well, Wilmington area. Yeah, and this basically, basically, Sorry. Funimation said that um, if there's no theaters by you right now, keep checking back because they are adding new locations, new show times. So the more that they see that it's going to be popular, the more places will pop up. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting mix. 
EJ. Say what now? This is but an interesting it's remix from, of uh, Chala Head Chala. It's from Dance Mania Anime Speed. Wow. Yeah, and now that we're bringing this up, um, this popped up um, on a friend's uh, Facebook, um, Kyle, and it seems that they had the premiere of of Battle of the Gods, or they had like posters and stuff available at AX. People have gotten them autographed by Kyle, Chris Sabat, the whole crew. And they're already on eBay hawking those shits. Really? The thing is, my, no, those... my thing, I th in a way, I, I think that's a bit of a badge of honor when a voice actor's or actress signature goes up on eBay. You know, it's like you're that popular that. No, it's a badge of honor if somebody buys it. Mm. Yeah, okay. Because these right. voice actors, these voice actors are, you know, they're all over the place. They go to a lot of conventions. Mm -hmm. They don't charge for their autographs. So there's only going to be very few people that are going to buy an autograph from somebody that they can go to a convention and get it for free. True. Well, that is Unless true. it's something they really, really want. Yeah. I'm trying to find. Oh, okay, it might the post might have been deleted or on somebody else's. But I am gonna actually gonna look on eBay right now. Dragon Ball Z autographs and see what the hell is and see what the hell is going on here. See if there's anything left. Yeah. Okay, I see one right here. Um. Dragon Ball Z autograph print signed by 17 voice actors. Um, this is the dub tr crew. Going price, $600. Oof. Yeah, and has anybody bid on that? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, 600 is a little much. 600 is a lot much. I can take $600, go to, like, just um, East Coast conventions... And get all of their autographs. Mm-hmm. It's not like these names are people that don't travel. And it's also the reason why, you know, they always autograph it to your name, because a lot of times, if you they don't do it like that, it will be put up on, uh, on, on eBay, you know? That's because mm -hmm. the more popular you get, mm -hmm. the more money you get for something that isn't personalized. All right. That's what it is. And here's one, um... Dragon Ball Z, Sean Schimmel, voice of Goku, signed 8x10. Going price, $45. Did anybody bid on it? Nope. And there's another one. Uh, Battle of the Gods. Going price, $45. Any bids? Any... I don't see any bids on this. I don't. Yeah. So they're just kind of pissing in the wind on eBay, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they pretty much are. Well, when you have something like that on eBay, and somebody has put it at a ridiculous price, that is basically somebody going, hey, look what I got. Mm -hmm. That's not somebody looking to sell something. That's somebody looking to uh, show off what they got. Right. That is Maybe it. they think they're extremely gullible. Hmm. 
who have poor impulse control. True. And like the, uh, the person that was selling, what was it, the uh, PlayStation box? Yep. They sold a PlayStation box for like $500, and it said right on there that this is this is what you're getting. You were getting a box, and somebody bought it thinking it was the actual, actual PlayStation. Yep. Yeah. I've heard stories like that. I mean, actually, and if I used to look at my collection right now, I mean, let's see. I have my Street Fighter 4 signed by Kyle Bear. I have a Final Fantasy X2 signed by Tara Strong. Um, I also have signed by Kyle um, uh, The Last Remnant and Blue Dragon. Even if he signed them generically as his name, I wouldn't sell them. To me, that's more like something like a... Like, that just... To me, that just increases my collection of what I have, which I think really makes it awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was like really down on my luck, with when I was like I had to sell shit, then yeah, I would sell. I would sell the um the games. Actually, I think the, the, his autographs are just generically with his name on it. You know, for the most part, yeah. unless he knows you, then he'll you know write something or if you ask him to write something he'll write something yeah, I, but most yeah. most of the voice actors is just oh you know most of them are just you know signing their name because they really don't have a lot of time to True. personalize everything I only have one personalized autograph it's from Tiffany Grant she signed my Evangelion DVD actually I have two by her uh, one was I think she signed my Angelic Lair box and the other one is the Ava one she pretty much wrote that Shinji is a pussy Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was at a uh, GobbleCon, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Shall we continue? Yes, yes, we shall. Ari? Okay. Oh, goody. <laughs> USC fighter wears a Saiyan scattered before a big fight. What? 9,000! And can't... Oh. In case you missed UFC 175 last night, you will definitely want to see this. Bantamweight fighter Marcus Bremage, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it or not, entered his fight last night sizing up his opponent with a scouter from Dragon Ball Z. We are not making this up. This is not the first time Mr. Bremage has used a scouter to prepare for battle. As a matter of fact, it's a tribute to the show being a major influence on him. And there's a video of, of him talking about it. In case you're wondering if Marcus won the last night, then I'm sorry to report that he did it. Look at it this way. Vegeta didn't win all of his fights, and he's still the author's favorite. If I, You know, I think a friend of mine actually linked me to a video of him from The Ultimate Fighter. If it was not him, it was somebody else. He, he pretty much said, fuck Naruto. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, he actually has Shenlong tattooed on his shoulder. On his Near, around his chest, you know. Well, and that a, I'm looking at the pictures now. He has a long serpentine dragon that goes yeah. from his right pectoral, like, to his back and down his right arm. Mm. And Dark Tetsuya is like, "Are there any pictures of this?" Why, yes, yes, there are. <laughs> uh, so you guys ass beat like Nappa did. <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> If it was really like Nappy, he, he would have gone down in like 30 seconds. Oh, that's just terrible. Just terrible. I'm not uh, wrong, am I? No, you are not good, sir. Uh, 
Alright, um... Moving right along, we're going to now bring in the open forum topic of the week. And let me bring it up here. Uh, here we go. <laughs> the open forum topic where we ask all of you your opinion on something in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer. And please keep it civil. I think at this time, I'm going to go ahead and open the Skype line. I'm only going to take one call because of the delay of the system going down. And I already spoke to that one person. So he wants to come in and talk to us about uh, AX. So that's what's going to happen. Come on, sign me in. Sweet. So he already called dibs on that. So, and we actually have some interesting answers here. Um, the question is: We now have a convention season. It starts in January for some and ends around November for some as well. What's your convention season? Do you take a break during them? Um, from Serenity four ten eighty eight, she says. Hers starts in February, then the March. Then she goes to June and July, unless she's traveling with somebody. Doesn't do out-of-state cons due to income, which I completely understand. From Bobby Steele, it depends on money for him. When he used to live in Florida, he would go from March to October, November. But he hasn't gone to any cons this year due to the fact that he's moving to Oregon next month. Good luck, good sir. It's hell of a move. Yup. Uh, from Carlissa, she says she used to go to many events and was lucky to go to two cons now that she she has a child. She only went to Comic Con last year, but so far it looks to be the same if she gets hired again unless she goes Ren Fair and Medieval Festivals. I guess it kind of sort of counts. Yeah, you're dressing up, you're being a geek, it's just a different type of geek. Mm-hmm. So, and from Jeff, uh, Jeff B, he goes, mine starts in January, ends in November, though I usually take a handful of breaks throughout the year. He can't be everywhere, so there's only also many conventions in California he can make it to. So you usually do about 9 to 10, spread out over the course of 7 to 8 months, and some months he'll be doing back-to-back eventually if he's staffing or going against industry. Lucky bastard. Um, For me... It, my, I started out doing one con a year. Now I do multiple cons a year. My conventions used to start in February and end in June. Or no, actually end in August because of Otakon. And as more cons pop up, my convention season starts January with Katori Con. And it, and it generally used to end at um, New York Comic Con in October. But now it ends with AAC. And that I'm also staffing a convention. My con season will end in December. But I do have, like, breaks in between. And since I am not doing Otakon this year, I am on, I am on hiatus from, from now until the end of August for intervention. And then I am on another mini break um, after Comic-Con, after AAC. Alright, so, uh, Marco, what's your con season like? Uh, my con season actually uh, is really busy at the start. Yep. Um, 
between January and like April, May is where I get most of my conventions in. There's like what I did one, two, three, four, four or five conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, all in a short amount of time. And like, I won't go to another convention now until December. Oh, okay. Mostly because of uh, money and that I don't have weekends off, that kind of thing. Uh, what about you, Ari? Um, my main convention season is like during like late winter, early spring, and then into uh, fall. Ooh, okay. You know, like, is it, uh, what's one uh, I'm blanking on it. Uh, Magfest and the one yeah. before that, Katsukan, that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's where it typically starts, and then it'll probably end with the uh, uh, Otakon, or what's after Otakon? Uh, intervention. Intervention, and possibly AAC, but uh, yeah. I don't know, since I'm trying to cobble together money to uh, put on a deposit. Well, so yeah, we have yeah. to, uh, yeah, we got to, we'll just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Have to pick and choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do have a couple of conventions I definitely like hitting up. Like uh, like I said, the meet like the aforementioned Otakon and Anime Next and the like. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um let's see. Anybody in the chat room talking about convention seasons? Uh Act Def says uh, cons here start around late September, early October, and late May, early June. Cons here during the summer are a big no-no. Especially since a lot of them are in the open and the heat will be unbearable, especially for cosplayers. I guess in, in Mexico, conventions are more of like an outdoor festival type, whereas, you know, for us, it's indoors, mostly indoors in a convention center or a hotel. So Unless there's tens and tens of thousands of people around and all those hot, possibly unwashed bodies congregating together. Mine con. What about AX? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't get into that. I will save that for next week. But um, right now, we have a guest calling in on the line who is going to tell us about Anime Expo. Are you there, good sir? Hmm. Oh, heard something. <laughs> Bro, are you are you with us? We cannot hear you. Yes, I am. This is Jeff B. How you doing, guys? Hey, dude. There you are. So, hello. I'm right here. Are can you guys you? there? We're right here. Can you hear me? We can hear you. One second, let me... Okay, that's weird. Oh, that's what happened. I was listening to two sources of audio at once. Ah, uh, okay. My bad. Alright, so can you hear us now? Wait, I still can't hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> to on. quote Rob Roberts, live radio, boys and girls. I can barely hear you guys. I... Don't know what's going on. All right, let me see if it's if it's the Skype computer. Maybe it's thinking of something different. 
Hello? Hold on. Okay. Can you hear us now? Okay, you guys are coming in real staticky. Right, hold on. Can you hear us now? Can't even hear him on that. Oh, wow. All right, let's do it. Um, all right. Now, can you hear us? Just barely. Hang on. Let me try changing out my headphones. All right. Can't have that too loud. Live radio, boys and girls. Do do do, do do do. Should I go? Should I go get the the Jeopardy theme? <laughs> nah, that's oh. annoying. Well, point. But amusing, though. Yes, very. Okay, that's weird. I just hear static coming from your guys. And I don't know why. And I don't know why. <sighs> what? This is like Murphy's Law. <laughs> I know, it's like... We can, we can like, hear. I him. can hear you guys, but I hear so much static. It's hold on for one it's second. It's terrible. All right. <coughs> How about now? Still pretty staticky. Maybe I should try and call in another week. All right. Oh, uh, because everything is set up on my end. Unless it's only thing I can think of if it's trying to pull from the onboard. Um. If you're trying to pull from the onboard microphone, then that's kind of retarded because that's not even set as a default. I'm using my Yeti right now, which usually gets me higher quality sound, but let me try switching to just the computer mic and see what happens. All right. Hang on one second. No problem. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, stretch. Alright, he's disconnected, he's going to try it again, and... Okay. Yeah, I'm just getting static. This is... I don't know what's going on. Hold on for one second. Maybe it's time, maybe my Skype computer is trying to tell me something. Your Skype computer is always trying to tell you something. This yes. isn't the first time it's happened. I know, I know. Alright, I'm back. What did I miss? Nothing, really. Oh, okay. Literally. Uh, yeah. We're having issues with Skype. Mm-hmm. Or I should say the, the Skype computer. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Alright, let's see something here. So that's default. Can you hear us now? I take that as a no. No. Yeah. Everything is set up on our end the way it should be. Wait, why is that the digital out? Hold on. 
Can you hear us now, good sir? I can hear you, but it still sounds pretty rough. I have no idea what's going on, because the levels are going up and down like normal, like it should be. We can hear you really well without any problems, though. That's weird, because I know I can hear you guys. It just sounds really distorted, and there's static in the background. Oh, man. Uh, I might have to, I might have to like, redo this whole machine or, or something like that, so... Why don't we try this again for next week and see what happens? Yeah, sorry, guys. No problem, dude. All right. All right. Next week it is, then. Next week you got it, bro. All right, All right. thanks. You got it, bye. So we'll probably do that at the top of the show next week. And what I will probably will do is find a couple of people to do a test run with me on this. Mm. Yeah, so... <sighs> Why don't we go ahead and do strange news from Japan and wrap it up? Sounds good. Yeah. Works for me. All right, Mako, you go ahead and take the first one. I'm going to go ahead and shut down this machine. Okie dokie. Um, so a large bronze statue weighing 660 pounds was stolen from a high school. What? Yep. Um... Police say that a faculty member of uh, Shimodate Prefecture High School discovered the statue had been stolen from the grounds of the school on Monday morning. Uh, the pedestal was left behind. The statue itself, sculpted to depict a man and woman, weighs approximately 300 kilograms, which is about 660 pounds, and stands a little over one meter tall, which is a little over three feet. Uh... I'm going to buy it for sell it down for scrap metal. Talk about your high school pranks. It reminds me of that one time on The Simpsons when Bart took the um, the founder's head. That is the very first comment of this story. Oh, wow. Like the episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> and it was like the... And if you think, I think that was the first time Homer was ever emotional about anything. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <sighs> Marco, where the hell do you find these things? Mm. Just look up crime in Japan. There's some really weird shit out there. You ain't kidding. Weird is putting it nicely. <laughs> Alright, I'll take the next one. Woman arrested for calling 110, which is Japan's equivalent to 911. More than 900 times in 14 hours. Uh, wait. Mako? We covered yeah. this already. No, it's new. What do you mean it's new? It's new. Oh, God. Is this a copycat? Oh, nope. Oh, fuck. Another delusional person? Probably. <laughs> yep. Alright. Police of Fukuoka have arrested a 57-year-old woman for making 918 nuisance calls over a 14-hour period on June 30th. According to police, Mizui Ishimoto started calling 110 on her cell phone at around 3 a.m. and kept making calls until 5 p.m. Police said that she either remained silent or muttered incomprehensible words. Ishimoto was quoted as saying she made the calls to get back at the police who claimed were rude to her when she called 110 once before. 
because that's rational. Uh... And as somebody says as the comment, another one, didn't this happen a year or two ago? Is this the same person? <laughs> Can't have any originality. Mm. We have a copycat on our hands. Mm. Uh... That's all I have to say. Is, uh... <laughs> and one more. Yep, that's all you. A man was arrested for pouring ink and ketchup into mailboxes. Wait, wait, what? Police in Fusa, Tokyo said Monday they have arrested a 39-year-old man for destruction of property after he confessed to pouring ink, ketchup, and other sauces in the Japan Post mailboxes. Police said the suspect, identified as Satoshi Ayukawa, a hospital employee, told him he poured the liquid into at least 13 mailboxes because it forget helped him forget his stress at work. Is that what alcohol is for? <laughs> Among other things. Mm. Police yeah. said Ayakawa admitted to pouring liquid into the mailbox on at least 30 occasions. Japan Post said 845 letters and postcards were affected by the liquids, but they were still able to deliver them all. That must have been a really weird... mail. That must have been really weird when you look, look at the mail and see a weird reddish stain on it. Now it's like, oh, it's a love letter from my boyfriend. Oh. Fish sauce. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> and if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, ActDef goes, the night of technical failures. Yes, yes it is. Uh, Dark Tetsuya goes, in the style of the DDR5 announcer, it's new! And he also goes, hashtag Simpsons did it. Oh boy. <laughs> I I don't know anymore. I don't think I want to know anymore. Not nope. why. Why don't we just take our final break, wrap shit up, and get the fuck out of here? Sounds good to me. Okay. We'll be back. こんにちは。報道局のライブレベルシュ。お集まりいただき誠にありがとうございます。ご存知の通り今日8月11日で震災から丸5ヶ月が経ちました。カーリー浴場京都その中でも
Before I start that up, there's something I want to say real quick before we wrap things up. Um, see, at my job, they play world. They play the World Cup matches, and evidently today it was um, Brazil versus Germany. Evidently, supposedly, they were Germany was playing this to get them pumped up. Didn't work, I don't think. 
I think it worked for Germany. Oh, I thought you said Brazil. Uh, Germany. Yeah. I have never seen a score like that in soccer in my entire life. 1-7 Germany. Yeah, that's a little bit creepy. Beware the Reich. Oh, God. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, it's time for us to get the hell up on out of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We figured out what happened with Jeff B. Skype was calling to his computer and his smartphone, and they both answered at the same time. Ah. Yeah, that shit has happened to me a couple times. I'm like, wait, what are you doing? No! I remember one time Skype actually turned on and received the message while I was out somewhere. I'm like, I don't have my information saved, so how did... Never mind. So if you like what you hear here on Anime Jam Session, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com P-O-D-C-A-S-T podcast at animejamsession.com Send us your likes, dislikes, Praises, flames, planes, trains, automobiles, good guys, bad guys, dumb stuff, good stuff, what you like, what you didn't like, you hate it, liked, so on and so forth. Go on and tell us. We're here to believe you. Like I said, uh, podcast is available on our website at NMAJamSession.com, along with some other great articles. Um, let see, do we have anything new coming up this week? Um... I think we may have an interview from Koi coming up later this week. I'll have to double check. But um, if you definitely check on our site, you'll see we have links to um, to uh, International Sailor Moon Day, openings from Sailor Moon Crystal opening and ending sequences and so forth. Um, looks like I'm looks like I might have to take another one down because looks like that one just got pulled by Toei. Shit happens. Uh. Um, but for some reason, you can't access our site due to, like, f- due to, like, firewalls at your work or something like that. We are available in other ways. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, TuneIn Radio. Um, leave us five-star uh, reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. That's all we ask, you know. We're independent bloggers. We do this for the love of it, and we tell you exactly how it goes. YouTube. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. That's where all of our convention videos are. Uh, Otakon videos are up this week. My, I tackle New York Comic Con. That's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is going on. You can follow us individually on YouTube. I'm at YouTube.com slash DJRonMess. Ari is at Ari22682. Mako-chan is at Jupluna. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here when you... when when you want to know about our podcast, when we're going live, conventions we're going to, interesting stuff in the cosplay fan community. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at twitter.com slash DJRonMess. Ari is at Man. Mako-chan is at JoeVedea. Facebook. Facebook.com slash AnimeJamSession. Anything related to our website, photos, videos, articles, thoughts, editorials, everything... You'll find it here and more at our, either on our website or on our Facebook page. We are so close to 2,800. And I just want to say that thank you. Because of all you liking the page and what we do, we'll continue to add more for you. You like it, we'll just continue adding more. Let us know. We're waiting to hear from you. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, I'm at 
Facebook.com slash IMDJRonMaS or that DJ Ron Maes guy. Mako is at Makoto Makochan Kino or Makochan with a dash between Mako and Chan. And then there's Ari Rockefeller. He has it simple. You can just type it into the URL and it pops up. You can type it in the search bar, it comes right up. He kind of bested us on that one. Bastard. <laughs> Um, like I said, we are on the Vogue Network, and there are other geek-centric po- programming on this network. We have the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast for Star Wars. I mean, Star Trek. My bad. Star Trek. If you want Star Wars, along with other pop culture movies and science fiction and British programming, you have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pot Culture, and Understation Live. Four different podcasts, four different points of views, four multiple times a week. Definitely listen in. If you like what we do, you should listen to Electric Sisterhood. They come on at 8 o'clock on Tuesday nights. They're on right before us. If you like gaming, video games, gamer voice, independent gaming, where you get to say what you want to say, definitely check out the Bobby Blackwolf Show Sunday at 8, followed by Orange Lounge Radio Sunday at 9. It is the cornerstone of the VOG Network programming that we have right here, good peoples. Um, Let's see. We will still be doing new episodes. We'll still be here for a while. I don't see us taking any time off anytime soon unless something happens. Um, we'll definitely be back with a brand new episode next week. Um, Jeff B. will be on the show with us. We're going to talk a little bit more about AX, cover some of the Sailor Moon stuff we did not get a chance to cover on tonight's programming. Um, I think that's it. Uh, last words, Ari. I just want this day to be over. It's been a long day for me. I know that feel. I know that feel. Makochan. I have a very long day tomorrow. I have work, and then I have the dentist, and then I have to go and get my car fixed. And I can't even get a freaking cupcake to ease my pain because there is no more crumbs. Yes. Oh, but it seems that Target is selling crumbs bake bake mixes. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Friend of mine told me that earlier. She saw it in Target. Crumbs bake mixes. How the hell does that work? I don't know. You make your I... own crumbs cakes? Well, yeah. I obviously it's for crumbs cupcakes, but the company completely went under, so who the hell has all those bake mixes now? Maybe some, maybe they sold the name to another company that's just making them. I'm going to miss those Girl Scout cupcakes. And that peanut butter one, too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Damn it, Koi! <laughs> oh my god, they're there. <laughs> you found them, didn't you? Oh my god. It has the peanut butter cup one that you like. Thank you, based Sailor Moon! And it's only sold in stores. It's not sold online. There are two targets in my in my in Brooklyn. I will get to one of them. They don't have the devil's food cake one. I don't care. Well, I do. Well, that's too damn bad. I guess I'll have to go for red velvet. See, compromise all around. No, because I would rather have the blackout or something else. If I wasn't a fan of their red velvet, and they don't have the chocolatey chocolate ones, if which sucks. If you don't stop, I'm going to give you a blackout. Har, 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 har. Mm. Okay, kids. We're out of here. Um, 
Same time next week. Uh, great fight. Great night. Um, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. Muffins. God damn it, Derpy! Hooves. <laughs> and I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. Later, bitches. Night. All right. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Muffins. God damn it, Mako-chan. <laughs> One more time. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. That was the other way was funnier. Don't give her any ideas. Muffins. Fuck. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!